You're on air with Brian Peel. The hottest hits and great retro throwbacks. Great music. Time for a very special guest who I've got in studio with me this morning. Who you may know, yes, one of my favourite artists going back going back a little while and uh, she's been around the traps uh, for a little while here in the Australian music industry. Yeah, she has. She's saying no. Yeah, she has. Monique Brumby, she's doing a big show on the uh, 22nd of October and uh, to celebrate the 20th anniversary show for the Thylacine album uh, over at the uh, Mimo Music Hall over in St Kilda. Two-time ARIA Award winner, singer, songwriter, uh, music producer and uh, artist mentor as well. She's won the Best New Artist Aria 96 and Best Female Artist in 1997. Good morning, Monique Brumby. Good morning, Brian Peel. How are you? Oh, I'm really well, thanks. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been great. Lovely like, to see you. Yes. Well, I have to say, I've been a fan. Oh, look, I'm a very big fan of your track, The Change In Me. Absolutely one of my favourite tracks. And um, Written in Northgate. Written in Northgate. Yes, Just in down the road. 1994. Yeah. Um, yes, a heartbreak, break up and wrote that song. And it took... Four minutes to write. It's four minutes. You just... Um, four minutes? Yeah, let me know that's four minutes 19. So that's how long <laughs> it took to write. It was one of those songs that was so um, real and yeah. true, heartbreak song, that it actually just wrote itself. And that was it. Mm. Just sat down, um, wrote it, and, and that was done. And Yeah, so that was one of the songs on the Thylacine album. And um, I'm glad that one appealed to you. It sure had. And it was during a time for me uh, when I was sort of transitioning out of high school into the big world of work and it's like all these changes going on in my life as well. A change in you. It was a change in me. <laughs> Absolutely the change in me. So it really appealed. It oh, really did good. appeal. Yeah, I think it did um, strike a chord with people, mm. um, particularly if you had gone through, as we all do, yeah. as human beings go through breakups, hard times and yeah, that feeling of like uh, loss, I suppose. Yeah. They're sort of common themes, they're universal themes, but um, yeah, I mean, I just, it was, when I wrote it, you know, I didn't even have a record deal or anything like that. It certainly wasn't a song that I wrote to try and, and tap into that, but um, it seemed to resonate with people. Because then what happened after that, uh, Monique? The ARIA Award wins as well, yes. and you know the nominations in uh, 1988 as well for Song of the Year uh, for the Change in Me and the, that debut album Thylacine. Just take us back to that time. What was it like for you? Crazy in that the late 90s or mid to 90s. <laughs> it was. It was mad. We used to How stay. It we used to start in Sydney all the time at Potts Point. And it was just wild. My manager would always have the sort of the top room of the hotel on the corner. So we spent quite a few New Year's Eves there and had big parties. You know, it was that time that it was uh, sort of the end of the, the decadence of the major record company um, mm. phase, I suppose. It was sort of right on the cusp of analogue to digital. So, you know, Thylacine was recorded on two-inch tape and, you know, I was talking to Brett earlier about, you know, using a lot of analogue gear and I still love that. <laughs> Because, you know, it just sounds so warm. Um, but look, I was signed when I was, you know, 20, you know. So I, I've actually just met up, you know, David Bridie produced this album and um, um, we've started having rehearsals for the show a few weeks ago and I spoke to him and, um, you know, just said to him, you know, I didn't really um, take most of it in because I was so young and it was... And it was I think in a way it's very difficult when you have a lot of success with the very first thing that you release. Mm. I think, um, I mean, it's great if you can sustain it, but the music industry is such that it's very hard to sustain that level. Um, So I always encourage young artists that I work with to, you know, do do the craft and, and, you know, play live a lot and make lots of different records, work with different people, find out what your sound is and then hopefully that will... you forward but as I said times have changed and back then there were three streams of media there were newspapers Mm -hmm. radio and television (laughs) and that was it there was no social media no there wasn't because I tried to explain that to people as well that uh, back then in the 90s like I didn't think there was mobile well there were mobile phones yeah we were just saying that the other day actually because I caught up with a lot of the a lot of the my original band are playing at this show yeah and Robbie Craw from the Huxton Creepers and I caught up last week and had a jam and it was great and he's playing (laughs) the show and I said 
you remember Carl, our drummer, had one of the first phones? It was one of those big bricks. <laughs> it was a brick. <laughs> it's like we'd that's go, what I call them as well. Yeah, we'd go on tour and it'd be like, um, what the guys would be in one van and and the rest of the band and manager in the other, and mm. we'd say to one another, well, "We'll just see you at the venue. Do you want to meet at the big koala? Like, and <laughs> if you get lost, just find a payphone and and ring the Give venue. Give us a ring. Yeah, yeah jump in the booth. <laughs> there was none of this Facebook live. That is for sure. Yeah, so it was a different time, but um, really, really fun times. Yeah. And um, yeah. I want to ask you because you mentioned about the artists that you that you work with as well, uh, supporting obviously minority groups and and not for profit organisations. Take us through that. Oh well, look, I started um, mentoring artists, I suppose, just as a natural progression. You know, I sort of realised that there was a need for young artists to have strong mentors because I certainly needed them when I was starting out. Mm. So I started volunteering for an organisation called Aardvark, and they basically ran music workshops for young kids with chronic illness and I I ended up working there for about three or four years and and became the creative director of the organisation and you know took it forward to new areas and um, we made records with with young people with chronic illness and um, some of their lyric writing was profound it had a profound impact on me you know, worked out in the in the remote parts of Australia with Aboriginal kids. Really? Where's one of your favourite parts of the country that you've worked at? Um, oh, look. You've been into the heart of the country. You've been to Alice Springs? Yeah, you've been there? yeah. I worked just north of there. It was about 300 k's yeah. from there. And it was a really remote town called Yundamu. And I worked there for six months. I've heard of Yundamu. Yes. Some of the greatest uh, AFL footballers come from there. They love Liam Jarrah is from Melbourne, oh, Fo- ex warmer. Uh, yeah. Yes, indeed. And they love their footy yeah. there. And. Uh, I suppose all of these experiences that you have as a musician through your life, mm. you know, that it, music opens up pathways. And so the whole, um, you know, ARIA awards and all of that sort of stuff, that's sort of just a very small part of the journey yeah. of, of, a, of a musician's life. Um, and, you know, I feel really lucky to have had those um, accolades and those those awards, but I feel that the enrichment of, of my life has been through the people that I've met yeah. over the time. Because what, what have you taken most out of that so far, Monique? I just to try and be... Um, and um, a, a good songwriter. I mm. mean, I'm always striving to write better songs. Um, and, you know, I think as an artist, you have to just try always to be authentic to yourself. Um, and that's not always easy to do because you do have to work with a lot of different people who have their own egos and their own ideas about what they want to do. Um, so I think follow your intuition is one of the big um, keys to um, living a happy life, mm. just basically. What yeah. a perfect way to uh, enrich the community. Monique Brumby in <laughs> studio with me this morning, uh, my special Enriching guest. Enriching the community. Enriching the community. <laughs>
received a poem saying forever you be now the writer of that poem I never ever see Brumby and Fool for You. Oh, we were just talking about the 90s, weren't we? <laughs> we were. We actually, we could actually be in the 90s right now with this desk. <laughs> it we were is. just talking about <laughs> Brian's got this desk in front of him that looks like my grand's organ. <laughs> I don't mean that in a rude way. You know what it's like, though, Monique? I keep telling people it's like flying the Apollo 13. It's like flying a spaceship. And I've just mastered this thing. Well, I think I have. Anyway. I actually don't think it's quite as complicated. (laughs) All these flashing lights and big, big, colourful buttons. That's Monique Brumby on the other side of the mic. You can hear there. My special guest this morning. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, On the text line this morning and also... On Twitter, hello to Jason, who's uh, listening in. Uh, Jason, thank you for that, for your tweet in this morning. Lots of tweets coming in. Hello to Ben, uh, Patty, and also Body, who is also uh, listening into the show. Discovering Monique Brumby for the first time, he says. Wow, that's there you awesome. Go. As well. Now, I want to ask you, Monique, because uh, you did a little bit of co-writing with Paul Kelly, right? Yes, I did. What was that experience like? Because he's a very talented He fellow. had a broken finger, mm-hmm. um, so it looked like he was flipping me the bird the whole time we were writing <laughs> together, because he just... He had it in plaster and he was just going like that. Yeah. He was moving it up and down the fretboard just like, yeah. Um, it was good because he. it was a very simple arrangement because he could only play bar yeah. chords yeah. <laughs> with his broken finger. Um, and we wrote, we wrote this song called Melting about summertime mm-hmm. um, and the lyrics just sort of flowed out and talked about, you know, places that were special, like my grandmother's house in Devonport. I'm a Tassie girl. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we talked about how things change over time mm-hmm. and uh, how in summertime we talked about, you know, my dad as a child burning down the, um, the block of land next to his parents' house and the fire brigade coming and saying, don't worry, Mrs Brumby, we're going to find out who did this. And <laughs> So Paul and I talked about all these childhood experiences and, we, yeah. you know, the first time you smoke a cigarette and yeah. stuff like that. And so it was it said in summertime and we wrote the song called Melting and I got a phone call from um, Paul's management to say, oh, Paul's putting this song on his next record and we're recording it. And so I got to go into Woodstock Studios over there in St Kilda yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, record the vocal for that. And that was a huge thrill for me. Um, and I was very nervous, but it went really well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he, he put that out on, I think it was his Words and Music album that came out. Um, and then I did a version of the song and Paul came and we reversed the verses. He sung mine and I sung his in about 2006. We did um, that on, on my fourth record. Of wow. That. Yeah. Because you said you're from Tasmania. Do you get back there much or do. do you perform over there much? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, um, you know, I was, uh, I'm all, all my family, my mum, my dad, my sister, my mm. little niece, Nora, um, her dad, Patrick, my grandmother is 92. Yep. She lives on the east coast of Tassie. I, it's my spiritual home and I do most of my writing down there yeah. still. So I go home for extended periods of time and I'll take my recording equipment down there and I'll just, you know, start to record some stuff down there and um, come up with some ideas. It seems to centre me or ground me or something. Yeah. Mm. Well, one of the most uh, biggest tracks that my favourite track of yours, Monique, uh, The Change in Me, as we mentioned earlier, nominated for Song of the Year in uh, 1998 for that ARIA Award uh, from the debut album Thylacine. As you said, 
The Change in Me. Yes. Yep. Written it, in Northcote. Uh, written in Northcote. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Guys, if you're wondering from overseas where that is, that is only just a few minutes down the road from here. <laughs> yeah. We're going to play it this morning. It is my favourite Monique Brumby track. Here it is. The Change in Me. So Good morning. I saw you again today. Oh, what a surprise. You opened the door to me. You dyed your hair from brown into bright white. I always said it looked good like this. So I saw you again today. Oh, what a surprise. Seems like nothing's changed And I keep asking myself why Why do I still feel this way? for joining me, Monique. Thank you for having me on the show, Brian. Yes, and look, I want to ask you, because you have a big show coming up with special guests, uh, David Bridie, Rob Craw, and also Helen uh, Mountford as well. That's right. Um, that is coming up on Saturday, October 22, at the uh, Mimo Music Hall down in Ackland Street, St Kilda, one of the coolest parts of Melbourne. Yes. 
Tell us. Take us through what's going to be happening on that night. Okay, well, the show starts at 8.40, mm-hmm. doors at 8 o'clock. Um, you can get tickets at memomusichall.com.au or at moniquebrumby.com. Um, there's still some seats available. It's basically seated. You can book a table with your friends or there's general admission, which is standing on the back yep. near the bar. So oh, That's a good spot Whatever to you like. Yeah. Whatever you kind of person you are. <laughs> We're doing um, two sets, so there'll be an interval. Yep. Um, all the songs from Thylacine. Plus, um, a lot of rare songs that I haven't played for 15 years that were um, bonus tracks on the singles. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there's a whole heap of songs um, from the, about 1994 to about 2000. Um, so there's a whole uh, all my early years basically, and at the show we have only full for you. Show. Yeah, Would it be full for you. The track oh, we heard yeah. a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah, all this, all those songs on that single we're playing. Um, so yeah, it's going to be the original thylacine band um, as guest artists um, as well. So yes. Carl Manuel and Phil Wales, Rob Craw, Marianne Window. Um, so we did all the recovery and the Hey Hate Saturday stuff together, and we toured all around Australia together all through that time. And um, as well as that, my current band, Shannon Bourne on guitar, Nick Larkins on bass, Chris Broomhead on the drums, with, of course, David and Helen. So there's about eight or nine musicians playing on the night. Massive show. Yeah, big big band, and um, it's going to be, yeah, just a trip down memory lane. My parents are coming over oh, from Tasmania. The Brumbies are coming down. Oh, they're coming Uh-oh. over. <laughs> I know. Look out. Uh, so I actually get really, really nervous whenever my parents have ever seen me play. So I'm hoping... I can get that stage fright, Monique Brumby. I don't really? know what it is about them being there. Like, <laughs> I, I, it just freaks me out. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited that they'll be able to share the yeah. night. Um, You'll nail it. Absolutely so. nail it. Monique Brumby at the Mimo Music Hall down at uh, 88 Ackland Street, St Kilda, on Saturday, October 22. Uh, you've also played gigs at the Retreat and also at the Union Hotel, haven't yes, you? Yes, I yeah, have. you played the local places yeah, too. Yeah, I like playing local gigs. It's yeah. sort of... Um, yeah, I mean, we did the last gig we did at the retreat was a fundraiser um, for the Wish In Foundation, which is for homeless women in the north, northern yep. suburbs. Yeah. Um, so that was a really, really good thing to do. And um, yeah, I, I love the local venues. I love going out to them. Yeah. Tonight I'm going down to our local to have a pint and nice. catch some local live music. And you know, Melbourne's incredible like that. You can go out any night of the week and see world class music yes. at your local pub. You can. How good is that? You can. And you know what really melts my heart, Monique, is having talented artists like you in studio with me. And yes, Brad Alice is actually in studio with us at the moment. Brad's lovely, isn't he? He's also He's another gorgeous. talented guy. And I love supporting the local talent, especially. It's Thanks. the cream of the crop. Well, we Just appreciate saying. your support, Brian. Anytime. Really, anytime. very much. Thanks for having me on the show. Now, another uh, bit of trivia because uh, you have toured, obviously, with uh, uh, well, with Paul Kelly and uh, Sean Colvin. Yes. But also the Bengals. Yes. I've done two tours with the Bengals. Any dirt on the Bengals? Oh, well, there was a bit of a romance with um, one of the Bengals and the Ooh. tour manager, but I won't say no, who. No, but it was all a bit, <laughs> what's going on here? Um but uh, I actually got out on stage with the Bengals at one show. This is actually a really, really sad, awful story for me. Um, <laughs> Vicky Peterson called me on stage and she said, come on, come on, come out. It was an encore at the Palais, last show of the tour. Yeah. Got out. Um, Debbie Peterson, her sister's on the drums. Debbie sometimes comes forward and plays on the third microphone um, a bit of uh, guitar, acoustic guitar and sings. Mm-hmm. So I went to her microphone at the front. She's on drums, right, singing and playing drums. Unbeknownst to me, my feed of my mic is going directly into her headphones. Now, I got called out on stage impromptu to a song I did not know. Uh-oh. She got every <laughs> bumbled lyric, every bad note. And then there was one point where Vicky looked at me and I thought she was saying, go for it. And I did this big, just obnoxious... <laughs> Note that when the whole band just fell away, and it was just—it was a train wreck of a performance. (laughs) It was one of the worst performances I've ever done, and the whole time Debbie Peterson is just got it all in her headphones, and she got off stage. She was. Livid. Unbelievable. She didn't really speak to me That's very Benique much That's Benique Brumby's that. uh, interaction with the Bengals. It was stage. shocking. You'll never forget that, will you? I will never forget it. 
unbelievable. <laughs> Special guest this morning, Monique Brumby. What a loser. Uh, unreal. Uh, the Thylacine album, 20th anniversary show, Saturday, October 22, at the Mimo Music Hall. Uh, amazing stuff. Yep, the change in me. She'll have to perform that one, no doubt. Doing great stuff. Mentoring artists. She's got a great story uh, to tell. MoniqueBrumby.com is uh, the website, and also Facebook.com forward slash Monique Brumby is uh, where you can catch up uh, with her over there. And as you said, tickets are available on the door on the night as well? Yeah, if there's any left. If there's any left, okay. Yeah, Going like hotcakes. Yeah, there's um, a few seated tickets left and then yep. there's general admission. So if people want to get a table with their friends, I suggest they pre-purchase them. Get in soon. Yeah. All right, so grab those tickets for that show. Well done. Thank you for coming in, Monique. Thanks so much for having me. And just for you, I am going to spin a Bangles track Yay! for you. Why not? I still love the Bangles. Was it a Manic They're Monday beautiful. when this happened? Uh, no, I know that one off by heart. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and a Prince fan too, by the way. Absolute ripper show, uh, Monique Brumby, my uh, guest earlier on. But it's a time for another guest who's also live in studio with me this morning. The Hunter Express, Brad Ellis, live in studio with me. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Brian. Welcome again. Thanks very much. We have done uh, a couple of interviews for my website as well, the AussieWord.com. Uh, so there's more information about Brad Ellis over on my website, guys, if you want to check him out over there. Now, Bradley, what's been going on? Since um, we last spoke. Yeah, after I uh, released Home, I think, which you're going to play this morning. We are. Um, I spent quite a bit of um, time putting together an EP yep. um, called Bluestone Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, went and researched and uh, found a, a really good engineer to work with. Um, his name's Callum Barter and went and recorded at Newmarket Studios and got a band together and we spent about a week putting the 
EP together and uh, yeah I'm just about to release it next week so I'm pretty excited you are because uh, it, it, doing Bluestone Lane how does that change from uh, the tracks on that change different to like you know the, your earliest earlier track you know Wishing You Were Next To Me and uh, Caught Up In Your Love or is that that same sort of uh, theme that you're going with the new EP uh, no it's 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 slightly changed as well I think there's a more kind of old country kind of feel to this um, whole EP and also for me personally um, the songs uh, hit really close to home as well so many of them are experiences or stories that I've heard um, you know growing up and and uh, yeah so I've really kind of uh, poured a lot of myself into this um, as well as the work that I did with the band as well majority of it we pretty much recorded live in the studio and and then we um, yeah just did a few overdubs here and there so there's a real kind of rawness and um a real feel to the whole thing because like you said uh, the ep was recorded at uh, north melbourne's new market studios under the guidance of engineer and producer callum john barter who's worked with uh, dan sultan uh, fraser a gorman and steve smart who's uh, worked with vance joy casey chambers as well what was that collaboration like what was it like working with those guys um it was really um surreal actually because um Callum, yeah, is this guy that's worked with all these amazing artists and then there's kind of me for the first time making this EP. So at times it was uh, a little overwhelming and I, and I, I had to kind of get past that. And yeah. I think with these guys is they um, are professionals and they, they know how to uh, work with artists. And um, I remember one stage where we were trying to record a song um, on the EP called Down to the Wire. Yeah. And we, we got it all out and it wasn't until um, the next day Cal, Cal kind of um, encouraged me to change some of the lyrics here and there and and uh, he said, Fine if I had tuning. told you that first day, yeah. we, the rest of the week would have been over because <laughs> you had a whole, this whole anxious kind of like yeah. uh, overwhelming feeling would have come over and we wouldn't have got what we uh, got out of it. So yeah. I think that's the kind of difference between these guys and anyone else. They they know what they're doing, but they also know how to work with artists really closely as well. What was that experience like for you, though? What did you take away from that? Um, I've learned a lot about myself as a muso, and I've also learned um, to take risks as well. Mm. Um, I could have easily just um, created something that was really comfortable but I don't think I have with with this and um, the music's different I think when I first emailed you yes. you're, you're like oh this is this is changed Very different. A, a little yes um, but I feel like it's uh, it's me and, and who I am right now and yeah well one of the tracks home the music video for that one take <laughs> us through the music video for that one <laughs> Um, yeah, so we shot that actually at my grandma's place. Yeah. Um, and I had this great idea Good on your of, nan. Um, you know, pushing a lawnmower around the front of her house and also um, slow, mo slow motioning the whole kind of thing as well where I'm singing and uh, my friend's got this blower yeah. and dropping <laughs> grass clippings and it's just flying into my face. <laughs> now, you, you kind of see the slow-mo version on that and it all kind of works with the, the music, but, but what was actually happening in real time this grass is just flying, <laughs> flying into in my your face. face and it wasn't until later on that night like after we'd finished I was lying in bed I was like I was still wiping like bits of grass out of my eyes so yeah. the, the takeaway message from that though is that was home to you it felt like home yeah I yeah. think so yeah I've been like me too you know I mean I've lost both of my grandparents but yeah going back to my grandmother there was always that 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 sense of family and and sense of home and I'm sure like what like what Monique said uh, earlier was going back to Tasmania you know, it's it is home. You know, and that's what it is. I'm going to play it Thanks. this morning. It is my favourite. You know this already, don't you? It's my favourite track from the Hunter Express. You have mentioned it. It's called you. Home. Here it is for you this morning. Great grassroots music. <laughs> Brad Ellis and the Hunter Express. He's a Melbourne boy. Yeah. This is Home. When I wrote you the message and heard 
How cool is that song? That is Brad Alice and the Hunter Express. And that track is called Home. My favourite track from the Hunter Express, Bradley. I love that song. Thanks, Brian. It is so good. I need to ask you because you've been influenced by quite a few artists out in the music industry. That's right. Uh, The Beatles, Tom Petty, Paul Kelly... Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. That's why you were nodding your head when Monique was talking earlier. <laughs> I know, that was a great story. And uh, I'm gonna, definitely going to remember that one and you tell will, a few won't you? friends yeah. today. <laughs> so if you see Paul Kelly with a broken finger, you might want to share that story <laughs> with him next time. Ray Charles as well is also another inspiration of yours. And Passenger, yep. who's also doing great stuff uh, in the music industry at the moment. What is it about those artists, Brad? I think they're kind of artists that have... Um, like really kind of stood the test of time in terms of their music and and what they've done like I think you can put on any of their songs and um, it sounds as fresh today as it did um, way back when they recorded it yeah yeah now you've recently just come back from a, an overseas trip you went yeah. over to the states we almost crossed paths oh. while we were over there almost in Los Angeles where did you go we any actually- secret collaboration meetings with any 
news it, it wasn't actually music related for no? me. We um we actually headed over there. My daughter danced at Disneyland there. So oh, um, I bet you love that. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, so we're there for ten days and kinda spent it there with other um dance groups and mm. yeah, it was great. Did you have a boogie with Pluto on stage? Uh, what was I Disneyland did. like? Disneyland was surreal. Like yeah. it's one of the. They say it's obviously the most amazing place on earth, and it definitely <laughs> it is. is. Everyone's like, <laughs> there's this level of like crazy happiness going on like all the time. Yeah, and it's loud and in your face, and but it's like the, the crazy part. Did you find that? I think it was like nine o'clock or nine thirty at night. They, they, you know, the, the lights obviously gets dark, and they build that big light show, and the stages and the dancing, incredible fireworks. Crazy Disneyland at its finest. That's Unbelievable. Right. Coming up from you, you've got a you've got a show coming up which we're gonna have a chat about as well. Uh, the new EP Bluestone Lane. Scott Candlish yep. and Abby Grace. Now I've spoken to Abby Grace previously, uh, doing an interview with her for my website. She's gonna be at your show as well, doing some supporting. Support, yeah. yeah. Um, she's gonna be there. Abby's um, great. She's got this real kind of um, country pop sound and um, her voice is fantastic and yeah she's going to be doing all originals there on the night as well as um, Scott who's also going to be launching his single on the night as well we thought let's just celebrate the whole thing we've been friends for a while and he's making great music so we thought let's team up and release them at the same time make the most of it Bluestone Lane uh, the new EP the track Keep Moving On which is I'm going to play that the brand new uh, track off that new EP tell us a little bit about that uh, track Brad. yeah so it's a a track that kind of just um encourages you to um keep hold of really what's important in life and for me that's um obviously like friends and family and uh yeah it kind of evolved from there yeah it's a great track because you did send it to me last week and i had to listen to the ep and i went yes this is the tune i'm going to play on my show it is brand new the Hunter Express. It is called Keep Moving On. There's a house no one knows. And a garden left filled with leaves. The dreams you had slipped away. And the pavement misses your feet. Oh, you felt it far below. Like your feet were weighed down stone. Feeling low Get up, keep moving now Something had to give with you that day I'm sure you knew I was on my way Oh, how time escapes the soul When you're wondering where to go When you feel so far away Felt it far below, like your feet were weighed down in stone. But to hell with feeling low. Get up, keep moving now. Keep moving on, even when you feel like nothing's there. Keep holding on, 
Now, Brad, you've got a big show coming up on uh, October the 22nd down at uh, Gasometer. That's right. Gasometer. Upstairs. um, That is the EP launch for Bluestone Lane. What's going to be happening that night, Brad? Take us through. Um, Yeah, so we've got uh, two supports, one Abby Grace and Scott Candlish. Um, And then myself and the the full band that did all the recordings, uh, we're going to obviously uh, play the EP as well as um, a couple of new songs as well. So you, you're playing, you play the whole of uh, Bluestone Lane? That's right, yeah. Yep. And your other tracks, because uh, a couple of tweets people have been uh, listening to this interview this morning, his other tracks, Wishing You Were Next To Me, also Hoping You Don't Mind, which is also from that uh, new EP, and uh, Home, which we heard earlier, and uh, Caught Up In Your Love, which is also one of the earlier tracks that you've released, also another favourite of mine. Uh, do you keep up to date with all your fans on your Facebook page? Yes, try to. Yep, so uh, facebook.com forward slash the Hunter Express. He's uh, where you'll catch him over there. And also his website. Got a fancy new website. Big update on that. Looks pretty you. cool. I, I made that myself. Did you? Yeah. Via Wix? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Most people do. Yeah. And a uh, $20 subscription, I think, oh, or something love like that. a good yeah. cheapie. Love a cheapie. No, no, no. It's good. <laughs> it and, is good. Um, it, very it's got a nice layout and it, it is. it's easy. It looks to, very good. It looks good on the phone. It looks really good on the phone. And yeah. also just scrolling through and all your tabs across the top. Check him out. It's thehunterexpress.com. Just quickly, how did you come up with the name The Hunter Express? I love this story. Um, it came from my son. Um, I finished up work and my wife wanted to go work in full time so I said I'll look after Hunter who was two at the time that's his name and uh, it the first few months was crazy <laughs> and uh, I it was like Hunter the Hunter expression so I was like oh that's kind of cool so um, yeah I thought that was a great name for a band name and it's crazy as well. Search and so destroy as they say right. at that age that's insane. Now uh that, that gig's coming up uh, on October the 22nd and you're not hearing things because Monique Brumby's gig is also on the same night. So if you're from Melbourne and you're absolutely torn as to which show you're going to go to, Monique's obviously discovered that the gig is on the same night. So she's, she's burst her way back into the studio here. Now, Monique, tell us, <laughs> tell us why, big sales pitch, why should they come to your show? I just came rampaging back into this studio <laughs> to say, well, dang it, because I was just speaking to Brad and saying, oh, no, I wanted to come to your show. And uh, he wants to come to mine, by the way. They want to go and to each other's shows. I would have loved to have had you at my show. Can't, I, I would have loved have been to have awesome. had you at mine. More but people we'll have to would do have probably come to my show. <laughs> <We could laughs> they knew we were coming too. We could have just pitched one show with a pair of you playing well, at one maybe venue. Maybe we should just do that. That could at happen. Some stage. You just that never know. Great. That would be Don't amazing. Yeah. Oh, um, that would yes. be awesome. I reckon we should. And I Brian we should. can be our. Um, he can be like our crowned prince <laughs> on the night. We can put him up on a throne in, in the audience. He's our. He's our like get together man. Yep. He's got us together. He's connected the landscape gardener slash. <laughs> <laughs> well, Twitter is saying yes because uh, we've had people listening in from all over the place and only just a couple. Thank you all for your tweets this morning. It is going off like a firecracker this morning. Hello to Miles in Canada, who's also a fan uh, from Sudbury, Ontario. He's a fan of your music. Uh, Paul from uh, Queensland, who's also uh, sent in a tweet and he's uh, enjoying the show this morning. Ben Mitchell who you may have heard hey, around the traps. Yeah, I know yeah. Ben. Hey. Love Ben Mitchell. He was in here a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, I saw Ben play the other week. At the retreat? Um, no, no, down at the Edinburgh. At the Edinburgh? Yeah. Hey, Ben. He's a good man. Love He's Ben good Mitchell. Man. And also Andy uh, from Leamington Spa has also sent in, a sw- uh, sent in a tweet. Leamington Spa over in the UK. So you've... Made it offshore into another country. Crazy. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, guys, support local music. Very important. Uh, both gigs are, yeah, on the 22nd of October. Okay. I'm sitting on the fence. <laughs> both very, very talented artists, Monique Brumby and uh, the Hunter Express. 
uh, aka Brad Alice. Love that one. We've had lots of tweets uh, coming in this morning uh, in show of support for two great artists, uh, the Hunter Express, uh, Brad, and also Monique Brumby. Hello to uh, Carissa and also Farmer. Uh, and Body, who uh, also has uh, sent in a, a tweet in from over in the USA, enjoying the show. Thank you so much. You can keep in touch at Brian underscore Peel. A great place to stay in touch with me. Now, um, as we mentioned, Brad, you've got the, the big EP. You've got the big show coming up on October the 22nd, uh, then at uh, Gasometer. Um, now, what's the plan ahead? What do you want to do as soon as that's all done and dusted? What's your next goal? Um, after that, I've actually got a few festivals that I'm playing at. The week after my launch, we're um, playing at the uh, Abbotsford Convent there yep. for a um, beer festival, which is going to be fun. Um, I've actually never been there. Oh, really? You want to go there? It's the most amazing place. Really? Yeah. Yeah, just the history around there as well as um, just the, the layout and that. It's, it's really nice. I've gone to see a few gigs around the corner. I think Shadow Electric is yeah. the, um, the venue there as well. It's, yeah, it's great. So what's the goal next year? Do you think you'll churn out some more material or start writing, get back into studio? Yeah, that's the plan. Um, I had a bit of lead time in releasing um, this EP and it actually gave me a bit of time to just keep writing um, because that's what I really love to do as well, just that constant you know being able to create music um so the plan is to try and release another single like in the su- uh late in the summer yep um and then get working on a new ep so yeah Great stuff. That's uh, the voice of uh, Brad Ellis from the Hunter Express, who's uh, in studio with me this morning. Great uh, local uh, talent here from Melbourne. Right up there with the, the greatest uh, that we've had here uh, in uh, Victoria. You know, big names, you know, Tina Arena as well. And uh, and Kylie Minogue, because we've got a lot of uh, fans online uh, who are tweeting uh, a, a request track for Kylie. So I am. I'm going to spin one for you this morning. A little bit of a throwback Thursday. Who would have thought that this track came out Oh, maybe about 16 years ago. Absolutely insane. You're a Kylie Minogue fan, aren't you, Brad? You'd have to Kylie's be great. Melbourne. Kylie's cool. On a night like this, Brian and my special guest, Brad Ellis from the Hunter Express.
Brad Alice from the Hunter Express in studio with me today, my special co-host and a great interview as well. As usual, always a pleasure chatting to you. Thanks for having me, Brian, and thanks to your listeners as well. You're very welcome. Thank you for coming in. Also, a very big thank you to Monique Brumby, who was my earlier uh, special guest in uh, from 8.30 this morning. She's also a lovely, lovely artist. Uh, both of you are lovely artists, I've just got to say. Two great shows coming up on October the 22nd. If you're in Melbourne and you're listening to the show, I'll let you decide where you want to go. One last pitch. Go on. Obviously, you're going to come to the Arctic Express. <laughs> Monique's like bursting back through the doors right now. No, no. <laughs> At the Gasometer uh, in Melbourne. Fantastic. Uh, also, next week's show is going to be an absolute doozy because I've got Bealfield coming in to co-host the second hour and a special interview with him. He's got a brand new EP. He's an artist, a musician from Sydney, and he's going to be in town uh, to have a chat to me about all things Boom or Bust, the new EP for him. So he'll be in studio next week, my special guest. That's it from me. We're going to end the show in uh, traditional style tonight because uh, we do like to play the big, powerful, uh, amping retro classic to kick the show off. But to end the show, it's on a mood downwards, Bradley. It's down, downwards. uh, And uh, the Eagles are one of your favourite bands, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. So Desperado. Awesome. One of my favourite <laughs> tracks or the favourite uh, track from the Eagles. We're going to go out with Desperado. Have a great morning. See ya. Desperado Why don't you come to your senses You've been out riding for so long now Oh, you're a hard one But I know that you got your reasons These things that are pleasing you Can hurt you somehow Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy She'll be You're on air with Brian Peel.